What do we do when we have some tea to spill on the podcast? Guess what we do? We spill the tea. Oh, yes, we spill it, don't we, Amy? (laughs) What say you, Amy? (laughs) I love it so much. (laughs) That was Lexi. And that was Amy. And welcome back to another episode of Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome back. Hola, bienvenido. <laughs> episode Ocho. <laughs> it's episode eight, the Ocho. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I watched Dodgeball way too much when I was in middle school. Like, I loved that fucking movie. I probably could have. I love Dodgeball. I could have probably used without watching it as much as I did. Man, yeah. that's okay, though. There's a lot of things. <laughs> That I probably shouldn't have watched as much as I did, but eh, here we are. (laughs) Speaking of here we are, how has your week been? You know, it's actually been pretty good. Good. I didn't have any, like, bad interactions or anything while I was out dashing. First of all, I found it, Lexi. I found the unicorn house. Oh. Not unicorn as in unicorn tipping. I've yet to find that. But the unicorn house as in they had their address on their house four times. <laughs> oh, man. I know. I was like. That freaking house me? number hunt, though. It's like every other order. Every other so delivery. So many houses like... don't have their address. <laughs> Trying. <laughs> Can't find it, though. <laughs> Searching, searching. And then you guess there the right are, house. You so guess many. the right house and you knock and you're like, sorry, it took so long. I couldn't find the house number. Oh, yeah. We were worried about neighbors knowing our address. So we took them down. Something stupid like that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> there are so many houses here that just don't have their address on at all. And I'm like, why are you ordering delivery? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, of course, it's like that Simpsons episode where he's like, well, I'll just take the uh, the numbers off my house. Well, then we'll look for the house with no numbers. Well, then I'll take the address off of my neighbor's house. Well, then we'll look for the house next to the house with no numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, ah! <laughs> Stop it! Put numbers on there now. Come on. Oh, my gosh. If you're going to order delivery, make sure you have address somewhere. And turn on your fucking light. (laughs) You know what really drives me crazy? When I go to drop off freaking order and the light's not on. I understand that some people have motion sensor lights and they turn on once you get closer. And there's really nothing that they can do about that. But this is for the houses that don't have motion sensor lights. I will go and I will drop off an order and I'll have to use my flash because the light's not on. Right? And then I knock on the door, and as I'm walking away, they turn the light on, open the door, grab their food, and then shut the door and turn the light (laughs) off. Do you know how many times I've had that done? Do you know how many times I've had to fucking deal with that? I'm like, thanks. (laughs) Who needs the light? You or me? Like... (laughs) Apparently not me. Ah. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, I pull up to this house, and they have their address on the house four times. And I'm like, 
this for me? Oh my <laughs> did god, you guys, this you guys didn't have to dress up like this for me. Oh. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> it was fantastic. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> there is no guessing which one it is. <laughs> Sometimes you see houses that have their um, address on maybe twice. You know, but I have never seen a house with four addresses. Like, it was like, I'm like, this is crazy. I love it. Oh, my goodness. It's like every corner. <laughs> so uh, the, the other night I was out dashing and I picked up a Chili's order, right? And it was an order that they placed through the Chili's website and it comes to us. So we don't know, like how many items it is or anything, right? So when it comes through to us, it literally just says that it's one item, but then underneath it says this is a merchant order. We don't know the number of items for this Mm -hmm. order. And uh, so I get to Chili's and I tell them the order and they're like, okay. And so, you know, they bring it out. (laughs) It was huge. It was the biggest order I've ever seen, I've ever had, honestly. It was like, I don't know how many Chili's orders you pick up, but they have like the humongous bags mm-hmm. for their bigger orders, right? And then they have like smaller bags. So it was one huge bag and two smaller bags. So I don't know why they didn't just give me two big bags. But anyway, <laughs> they were trying to save the big bags. One, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it was one huge bag and two of the regular size bags and one lonely chocolate milk. <laughs> Just one chalky milk. (laughs) And I was like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so I go to drop it off and it's a hand to me order. And I, you know, I knock on the door and the person like as soon as I knock on the door, I hear cheering inside the house. (laughs) And and they're just like, woo. And so then they open the door and I'm like, DoorDash. And they're and, and, and like. All these people were just like, yeah, woo, <laughs> I got a fucking standing ovation, <laughs> Here she comes to save the day. <laughs> <laughs> and this little boy, he was so cute. He comes running around in front of his dad and he goes, oh my goodness, I love you. You brought me my chocolate milk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> This is your It was so favorite. cute. Yep. I brought him his chalky milk, so he was happy and he told me he loved me. <laughs> That's all it takes with Nick too, you know? Really? All it takes. Yeah, chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. You got a special <laughs> place in his heart forever because of that. <laughs> Do you remember that one time that that lady brought me my chocolate milk? I love her. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I really hope that I'm just like that random door dasher that he talks about forever. Because <laughs> like, my kid still talks about things that happened like two years ago randomly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, that's about all that I got for this week. What about you, Lexi? Um, so I'm officially back to dashing. I don't know if I need to put that detail in there necessarily, but I didn't have any crazy customers yet. Just regular people. It's 
nice to get back into the grind and not have to deal with any crazies also. Right. So it is. Um I think I delivered to the, the twins from um The Shining, you know? <laughs> They're all grown up now, but it was really weird. Like Come play with us, Lexi. Oh man, it wasn't okay, <laughs> so you know you know how like when they were they're little kids, they have like a certain look about them. It was like the exact same hairstyle on these adult <laughs> women who were either twins or like trying to be. Okay, I don't right. know if they were actually twins, but they looked so freaking alike. <laughs> oh my gosh! And they both answered the door together, like "Oh hi," and I'm like, "Oh hi." You're like ah. <laughs> I'm like here you go. <laughs> so I may have delivered food to the you know the murder twins the shining twins (laughs) (laughs) red rum red rum (laughs) (laughs) so um i think the craziest thing i really dealt with this week was the traffic it had been so long since i really dealt with that inner city traffic you know i live out in Mm -hmm. the country so it's like it's pretty chill there's occasionally the teenager who wants to drive a little faster than he should but otherwise it's regular ass traffic here it is not regular traffic in the city and i forgot about all the roundabouts (laughs) how could i forget about the roundabouts so (laughs) there are so many roundabouts there how do you forget about them i know right i uh (laughs) so i was sitting there um waiting at a red light and one of those occasions where it's a light, not a fucking roundabout, you know. And there's, <laughs> there's like, the light for turning left, and then there's my light, and there's another lane. And I'm waiting, and this person is, like, flying. They're, like, coming up on me quick. And I'm like, oh, man, I am not trying to get in an accident. I was trying to enjoy my <laughs> damn weekend. They literally, they're, like, near, like right next to me near. to get over into the left lane. And they just fucking go. Like, it's red as hell. They just, it's their turn now. <laughs> it, was, it was their turn were to go. Were they in a truck? No, they were, were in, truck? like, a Chevy Impala. <laughs> it was so random. I was like, please don't hit me. Please don't hit me. Oh, my God. They're not slowing down. It's the like, Doppler <laughs> effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Sorry, we've been watching Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Why? You know what I mean? Ah. Immediately right. I was like, mm, I don't like this. <laughs> I want to go home now. No, it was all right. It was pretty decent. Things have not changed well, that much. Cool. So. No. <laughs> I just, uh, ooh. forgot about how I do like the update are. on the, oh. Yes, old people. They're always so rude. I'm sorry. It is what it is. It's not all of them. It's <laughs> like, like there's like such a polar switch. Like the nice ones are so nice, but the mean ones are right. so mean. There's like no middle so ground rude. with these people. I know. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I had but, a um I had one of those. But eh. I like the update that they did to the GPS on the DoorDash app mm-hmm. that you can like legitimately see like how many houses it is past the street. Like I know, supposed- right? Like, oh it, my god! It gosh. tells you exactly what house to stop in front of. I'm like, thank God, because nobody has their addresses. 
<laughs> oh, I didn't even think about it out there. I was just sick of dealing with it over here. It sucks. <laughs> For real. Oh, my goodness. That is my least favorite. Yeah. Mm. Well, at least you don't have to worry about your, like, so am I delivering to a lake or? <laughs> right? That was fun. That's a callback. <laughs> it sure is. You can go back and listen to that episode. I think it was. Season- it's the beginning of season two, right? Yep, I think so. Yeah, I don't remember which one it is, but Lexi delivers to a house that has, uh, like how many fountains was it? It was a it was a mansion that, subdivision. That was a different, uh, place. I think it was the same episode, but um, possibly, possibly that was when I was dashing a lot. Um, but right, one but place was it was like that... in the middle of nowhere, and there was like a whole ass <laughs> was... castle. A clubhouse in the middle of a freaking lake. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other time, yeah, there was all these, like, lakeside properties. And um, the GPS was telling me it was, like, dead ass in the middle of the lake. In the middle. Not any of these, like, properties. Like, it shows you. It shows the road and the property lining. And then, like... Here's the dot. Way the fuck the out. The pin is. <laughs> I'm like I. All the way out here. <laughs> I'm not driving out there. Google. Like. <laughs> I, I can't drive in water. I will die. I'm not. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not swimming either. Just saying. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. No. That was. That was interesting. <laughs> so, really, nothing to report. Otherwise, it was a pretty slow week for me. I went to a laundromat, did that. You did. Because my dryer <laughs> don't work. It's sad. Because it decided to stop working for you. It just, lucky you. Yeah, lucky me. Whateverly, Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. <laughs> I wish. I don't know. It's all right. We made the, mo- the most of it, me and the boys. We went to this little park next to it and we played. It was fun. That's the most exciting thing we've done all week, though. (laughs) As sad as that is. All right. Well, does that mean it's time for In the News? Heck yeah, it is. No, I'm not a writer. Okay. We interrupt your regularly scheduled tea to bring you only the finest dumpster fire news. Da 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 da. News break. All right. So, Lexi, what is your news article? Oh, she man. says it's culty. Yeah, it is so super culty. All I'm right. here for it. Um, just a trigger warning. It might make you a little cringy. Letting you know now. <laughs> Skin this, crawly. Got it. It is a little, yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> so this comes from the Washington Post. And it's titled, uh, Panda Express staff forced to strip at team building seminar that seemed like a quote unquote cult initiation ritual, lawsuit says. Whoa, 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 hold on a minute. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like, they're making all the Panda Express employees strip 
naked? Yep. It says, um, a former employee at the Panda Express in California is suing the fast food chain over a seminar she attended at the behest of her manager. Oh. Yeah. And this is, this is recent. <laughs> the the lawsuit was filed back in like November though. Um the Panda Express cashier had already been forced to strip to her underwear in front of her fellow staff during a quote unquote self-improvement seminar in 2019, she said, and told to open up to the group about her vulnerabilities. Whoa, I mean you don't ha- no <laughs> no you can't make people strip down to their underwear and be open about their vulnerabilities it, yeah that's a, t- a team building exercise i mean there are good team building exercises but this is not one of them <laughs> interesting take let me say uh, it says, but when a male colleague broke down crying while trying to do the same thing, the session leaders ordered her to go one step further. She had to hug it out with him. While she's in her underwear? Both of them still undressed. As others filmed her or oogled at her body, the 23-year-old oh my God. employee said. Yeah. No. I know, right? Mm. Uh, This was just a bizarre, psychologically abusive four-day seminar that more resembled a cult initiation ritual as time went on. According to a lawsuit she filed last month against the fast food chain in the Los Angeles County Superior Court. Her allegations underscore the dark consequences of an unusual management style promoted by Panda Express and its <laughs> co-founder, Andrew Chang. It's unusual, all right. <laughs> While the company has earned plaudits for emphasizing self-improvement programs for employees, her lawsuit paints this focus as an obsession that devolved into abuse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, just hug it out. No, you don't need your clothes for this. Mm-mm. Look, I ain't trying to get that friendly with my coworkers. No, thanks. No. Can you imagine if back at the store, our, our old district manager was like, all right, we need to get down to our skivs and hug it out, you guys. Just... Don't mind this camera guy <laughs> or this 80s music. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck? Immediately, like, I would I would have been the first to say no. I would have (laughs) probably been like, if this is how we're doing this, I'm out. I would have too. No, no. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Sorry, drink. Uh. This was called a trust building exercise, but it was opposite of building trust. Her attorney. Oscar Ramirez told the Washington Post. It required employees to subject themselves to dehumanizing activities in order to prove their loyalty to the company. Uh, There's nothing truthful about that. There's nothing. No. Literally every single bit of that is like... No. 
it's a whole bunch of yikes on bikes on spikes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A spokesperson for Panda Restaurant Group, the chain's parent company, said in a statement to the Washington Post that it takes these allegations very seriously and is investigating the matter. (laughs) This was a whole ass seminar. (laughs) Four days. So, I mean, it wasn't just an isolated incident. It wasn't just one restaurant that did this. (laughs) We do not condone the kind of behavior described in the lawsuit, and it is deeply concerning to us. We are committed to providing a safe environment for all associates and stand behind our core values to treat each person with respect, the statement said. The company also denied that it had any ties to the Alive Seminars and Coaching Academy. That's a weird name. It's Alive. Alive! Which led these, uh, the 2019 seminars and did not immediately respond to requests for comment uh, from the Washington Post late on Tuesday. In a statement to the Orange to County say, Register... What? Sorry? I have, I have to say that I find it a little strange that Panda Express has seminars. That is weird, but maybe it's part of like their... But they're saying that they're not part of it, though. No, they're saying that they don't have any like business connections to the... Uh, the place that held these seminars. Like, maybe they just, like, rented the space for a seminar, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know how that shit works. <laughs> I do know that when I was working at the 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 submarine sandwich store. <laughs> um, when you were an artiste. I was. <laughs> um, so, when I was working there, they had programs, like... After you became a shift lead um, and you moved up into management, they did have trips they would go on. They would meet in, like, other cities for business seminars and stuff. But I don't know if it went on for four days. Right, in upper management, not at, like, an employee level. Yeah, it doesn't really say what her employee level was, but I have no idea. It sounds like they just had the regular crew. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. (laughs) In a statement to the Orange County Register, the organization said its training sessions are presented with respect and dignity. So it's kind of a whodunit. Oh, yep, and it wasn't a manager. (laughs) The cashier, whom the Post is not naming as a victim of alleged sexual assault, was less than three years into her job at a Panda Express location in Santa Clarita, California, when she learned about the training... Run by a live seminars, the lawsuit said. Her manager told her that she would be considered for a promotion at the fast food chain only if she signed up for the class. So she did, using her own free time to attend the seminar and borrowing hundreds of dollars from relatives to pay for the training out of her own pocket. There's something fishy going on here. Yeah, that was a, I'm sorry, but never once when I was working at any of the fast food places was I like, yeah, I'd pay hundreds of dollars for more training. No, definitely not. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, she told the Post... Something amuck. At the time, she earned an hourly wage of eleven thirty-five. $11.35. Please don't think I just right. said $1,000 an hour. I meant that for our listeners. I didn't. I know you're smarter <laughs> than that. <laughs> so are our listeners. 
Come on. We can figure it out, right? (laughs) But on the first day of this session, which had been exclusively attended by uh, Panda Express employees, she allegedly found herself... Exclusively attended by Panda Express employees. Exclusively, And Panda Express is trying to say that they... Yep. Yep. She allegedly found herself stripped of her cell phone, trapped in a room with blacked out windows, and loudly berated by a seminar leader who told her and others that they amount to nothing. What the fuck? The atmosphere resembled less of a self-improvement seminar than a site for off-the-books interrogation of terrorist suspects. The lawsuit said, comparing the overall effect to that of a particularly nasty drill sergeant. On one day, seminar participants were told to pretend they were on a sinking ship and that only four of them would survive, the suit said. On the following day, (laughs) leaders allegedly filmed them while instructing them to act as if a light from above was coming to suck away their negative energy. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And then in front of dozens of other employees, the woman was told to remove her clothing and share her inner struggles, the lawsuit said. Uh, No. Right? Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. I would be like, I'm sitting this one out, fellas. No thanks. It's a no for me. (laughs) Ramirez said that combined with the forced hug, this particular portion of the seminar... Uh, constituted both sexual battery and a hostile work environment. Panda Restaurant Group noted in its statement to the Post that it has no control or ownership interest in Alive Seminars. A spokesperson denied allegations that employees were required to participate in seminars or had to do so as a prerequisite to earning promotions. But the lawsuit alleges that Panda Express employees at the seminar received materials featuring the fast food chain's logo, while attendees were also required to provide their company ID numbers to session leaders. Hmm. Sounds like Panda Express had something to do with it, but they're trying to say that they didn't have anything to do with it. This is interesting. Uh, Panda Express is on the hook because they were fully aware of what was going on, Ramirez said. His client and other staffers who had to pay out of pocket for the session have since joined to file a class action lawsuit concerning the seminar, he added. Call your dad. You're in a cult. (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) What? Like. On spice. I just want to know what this cult has to offer other than chow mein. I mean. <laughs> you know, I'm not really very big on chow mein anyway, so hey, I'm good. <laughs> I do, I I do appreciate it. Mm. I love me some chow mein. <laughs> I'm really much more of a fried rice kind of gal. <laughs> oh, I love fried rice too, but I'm an all of it kind of gal. I just me and food. All right, we're simpatico. All right. So, um, culty cuisine aside. <laughs> what's your article amy <laughs> you might have heard about this actually uh did you hear about the fight at the bath and body works yes i did <laughs> i watched that whole video she said oh you don't want to wear a mask bah! <laughs> Pat. 
She did too. Like I felt at first I was watching security cam footage and then I realized I was actually watching a Jerry Springer episode, you know. <laughs> All right. My article comes from Fox News. <laughs> I found another one from uh, New York Post, but there just wasn't as much detail. So I know. I New York Post kind of sucks. I know. It is what it is. Oh, well. All right. Arizona Bath and Body Works turns into slugfest <laughs> to treat customer and employees. <laughs> I wonder if she ever got her purse back. Did you hear her at the end there? <laughs> She's, I'm not leaving without my purse. <laughs> and then the lady that is like the lady that came with her i'm assuming is like pushing her out <laughs> the guy employee is telling her you need to leave get the fuck out get the fuck out get the fuck out For and she's real. like i'm not leaving without my purse that's my purse <laughs> i don't know you i know it's like all right bobby <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <goodness>. <laughs> A massive brawl caught on camera over the weekend between a customer and a Bath and Body Works, oh, and Bath and Body Works employees in Arizona's Fashion Square Mall has gone viral. Footage of the incident taken on Saturday begins with a woman fighting with a female employee before another employee joins in, tackling the customer to the ground. <laughs> The woman shouts, let go of me, as another customer and two other staffers rush over to intervene. <laughs> the group could be seen fighting on the ground, screaming at each other and pulling hair before the male staffer grabs one of the women and pushes her towards the door, telling them to get out now. The man then forcibly pushes the woman involved in the initial tussle toward the door, repeating, out now. The woman tells the male staffer to stop touching her and says she isn't leaving until she gets her purse. That's my purse. <laughs> oh, my goodness. As of Sunday evening, the video had more than 173,000 likes and 30,000 retweets. The internet's <laughs> a wild fucking place, let me tell you. <laughs> I know, right? I love it. From Gorilla Glue to Bath and Body Works, <laughs> in the internet we trust. <laughs> ah, yes. Ah, yes. <laughs> the person who took the video claimed that the incident took place after the woman in the video got into an argument with another customer for standing too close. <laughs> She said that the Bath and Body Works employees tried to de-escalate the situation, but that the customer wouldn't leave. She also noted the woman was loud and uncooperative the whole time before the fight started. Another video of the incident shot at a different angle reportedly shows that the customer involved was arguing with an African-American woman before the fight took place and that language was used. Oh. It's always got to be about politics. Politically charged? Is that yes. like a fancy way to say racial slurs? Or was it literally just like, what, libtard? <laughs> yeah, who knows? <sighs> Why is that always the one? <laughs> 
A spokesperson for L Brands, the parent company of Bath and Body Works, told Fox News that it is deeply concerned by the incident in one of our stores and that they are currently investigating the matter in partnership with law enforcement. Scottsdale Police Department spokesperson Sergeant Kevin, I'm going with Quan, but it's Q-U-O-N. I would have guessed Quan too. <laughs> told Fox News that the incident was started over someone cutting in line and that it was not mask nor race related. He added that two female subjects involved in the fight have been cited criminally for the incident. Could you imagine getting in a fight in Bath and Body Works? Like, <laughs> that sale better have been lit. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's wild! I I just remember like, seeing that lady be? just straight decked her. She was like, "I'm done." <laughs> I watched the video. Yeah, like that freaking employee like grabbed that lady and they went around and around and to the ground. <laughs> she said, ah, wow. "I'm done." She said, Boom, "But it was so funny that like, they both Time grabbed out. each other." Like. The employee, like, she grabbed the lady, right? And so then the lady grabbed the employee's hair. So then the employee grabbed her hair. And they just got each other both by the hair. And they're just yelling at each other. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a mess. I'm like, shit. It's wild, fam. <laughs> like, how can you be that stressed out in such a smell-good store? I know, right? <laughs> smell it. It's aromatherapy in here. What are you doing like, with your life? How lives? about you take a deep breath and calm the fuck down? <laughs> You see that Back candle the fuck over up? there? Calm the fuck it's down. Called, it's called settle the fuck down. It's a nice <laughs> scent. You should take a whiff. Oh my gosh. That's wild. Uh, <laughs> so silly. <laughs> I just don't understand it. Like, I get it. People piss me off too. But like, honestly though, to the point where you need to just like, Let's fight right now. In the middle of Walmart. In the middle of Bath and Body Works. Like, in Bath and Body Works. Like, how could you be that stressed out? (laughs) There was plenty of space. You didn't have to cut, you know. (laughs) But then there are those people. Meh. Meh, yes. The entitled people. (laughs) they're like no no my time is more valuable so i'm gonna uh, just those people drive me nuts right it'd be a whole line but they're like "Uh uh-uh i'm next uh excuse you (laughs) right excuse the fuck out of you bibbity bobbity back it up (laughs) bibbity bobbity back the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) it's a callback sure (laughs) is too is lit does that wrap up news then? Yeah, that means it is time for show shop. Show shop. Drop top. This is where we talk about shows we like a lot. This is where we talk about shows we like a lot. <laughs> yeah, this is where we talk about the shows that we are currently streaming. And if you'd like to check them out and watch along, please do. <laughs> Warning, spoilers ahead. <laughs> All right, so this week we did episodes number eight and number nine. Eight you want to get nine. into number our our number ocho on the ocho? 
the Ocho on the Ocho. <laughs> Bold move, Cotton. Bold Let's move. See how it pays off. Huh? Said, so "Let's see how it pays off." <laughs> All right. All right. So, episode number ocho, wedding day sale. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So, I just want to start it the way they did. Mateo's decorating skills, though. I was impressed. Oh, well, we knew that he would have great decorating skills. Look, no, just because he's gay doesn't mean he's decorative, okay? They are not. (laughs) They are not the same. There are a lot of very organized, very detailed gay men in the world. However, some of them don't even... They're sloppy gay dudes, too. Okay, okay. Yes, this yes, guy, there are. But we could tell by the way that he carried himself that he could definitely decorate. Yeah, he is an interior design. He's got it. And then it was just, boom, gone. It was beautiful so funny, right? They open it up. They're like, well, time to open. And then they come, the, all the women come through and they destroy everything. And then was it Jonah? He was like, well, that seems like a waste of the last three hours. <laughs> 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 but even before they open it, Garrett's like, does this make any sense? White dress, $30. White wedding dress, $200. Is there cocaine in this or something? (laughs) (laughs) And they're like the exact same freaking dress. They really were. (laughs) They really were. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and um, it was the best when, when Glenn realizes that Mateo is gay. Oh my god, he's like he's talking to the gay couple and he's like oh, the four of you and they're like, no, to each other and he's like, oh! Oh! Well, because Mateo is like congratulations on your wedding and looks at Glenn, to each other and he goes, oh! (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) And then Glenn's like, you really have a knack for knowing who who's gay. And then Mateo gives him a look and he goes, oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then freaking Cheyenne and Bo, they're there shopping like customers. Right. And you find out that Bo has been hit by a drunken blind lady and got a Back settlement when he from was that. Young. Yeah, he got young. a $5,000 settlement. They're both 17. It says it right. in the episode. I'm like, how young was he? <laughs> right. <laughs> They're talking about cars. when he was young. He goes, you know how many cars I'm going to have to get hit by? <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's my so goodness. Funny, so I mean, so he, she says that he got hit by the lady when he was young. They're 17 now. And he's been carrying around this wad of $5,000 for who knows how long. But, you know, he's like, make it rain. And then somebody tries to pick it up. And he's like, no, that's my money. And then he fucking sets it down on the shelf behind him. He's like, in my pocket. Nope, not there. In my other. Shit. Where's my stack? <laughs> and Amy's like, it's on the shelf behind you. 
<laughs> like that's just wild. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then oh, uh, Amy decides to try to play that game with them to show them how expensive babies are. Right. And like they're like beep 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 and I mean <laughs> I I'm sure she went a little over the points. top but <laughs> babies really are expensive as hell. And so yeah, right. the, she's like that's not points, that's dollars and then Bo's just like freezes and, she's and like, then he and fucking... it just starts out like that and it just continues on forever and he's like you have any idea how many cars I'm going to get to get hit by? <laughs> <laughs> And then he takes off. Right. Oh, and my gosh. Cheyenne's all heartbroken. She thinks that he just ran off. She's like, I'm going to be a single mother. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, Amy and Dina go looking for Bo. <laughs> um, and they take Dina's truck. <laughs> what is Dina's okay? Like? Her road snacks. Okay. <laughs> Can of beans. <laughs> she goes, you can have she that can of beans. This can of beans is spoken for, but you can eat this can of beans. <laughs> oh my gosh. And they're, uh, <sighs> while they're driving along, they found Bo. And then Dina also happens to see what looks like a cart <laughs> from the store. Dina whips around to confront a homeless man about the shopping cart. And then, she like, says, she finally That's one of our carts! <laughs> she gets the fucking cart, and then, like, all their way, they're, like, back in the truck. And she's like, you know, I don't even know if that is one of our carts. <laughs> she said, you know, on second thought, I don't think this is one of our carts. After you just tackled a homeless man and stole a cart. <laughs> Literally with all his lifelong belongings in it, like. Right? I was like, oh. <laughs> what a dick. We already knew Dina was something else. Right. Um, well, and uh, her radio, like Amy was like, "Let's turn on the radio." And Dina says that the radio is broken, and she's like, "But go ahead, name off anything, and I'll know it. I'll I'll sing it for you." And <laughs> she names off. So like, Amy four starts songs. like names off. Yeah, all these different artists, and she's like, "Nope, don't know that one. Nope, never heard of them." And so Amy's like. <laughs> Michael Jackson and, and Dina says you can't just name someone you went to high school with they have to be popular <laughs> never heard of Michael Jackson ever <laughs> and then she starts randomly singing some I don't even know what it Danny was Danny boy it was oh Danny that's boy. right <laughs> the pipes the pipes are calling <laughs> <laughs> so they start bonding along the drive, right? And uh, yes. Dina starts talking about having a work crush. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> it goes back to the store because they're not there. And uh, Glenn and Mateo are setting up the gay wedding scene, right? And they start <laughs> talking about it. They're like almost bonding over the, the like acceptance, yeah. right? <laughs> so yeah, because like, Mateo was like, Glenn, you're really being very, very cool about this. And he's like, well, thank you, Mateo. I <laughs> think talking. that Christians are just so judgy. <laughs> he's like, uh, uh, Jesus would have accepted a gay marriage. And he goes, or what if Jesus was gay? And Mateo says that. And he's like, <laughs> and then tomorrow's like, Wednesday, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they were oh having such a moment. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was some funny shit. So then, um, <laughs> they like Amy and uh, Dina stop, and she's like, "We got time." And she's like, "Let's go pamper ourselves." And she's like talking about the spa, and fucking Dina the goes spa. straight to the shooting range. <laughs> and she goes, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and she said that 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 gun range was a lot snazzier than the gun range that she usually goes to <laughs> oh come to goodness. find out amy is a hell of a shot right she was yeah, she was one hell of a shot and uh then they end up finding Bo at the range and find right. out that he what he didn't just run off he's been out applying for jobs this whole time what was that his resume? resume. Uh, <laughs> he worked at this place from like 1974 to 1989. <laughs> and then he went to Johns Hopkins. <laughs> He's like, well, yeah, that's just like how it was made. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He was trying. He tried. He was. He was. <laughs> and fucking the whole time they're doing that, Jonah and Garrett are shopping with Cheyenne for her wedding stuff. <laughs> and the whole time, these two are, like, feuding over the theme for this wedding. Right? They did not like each other's ideas at all. <laughs> Garrett is, like, you know, trying to go more traditional, and Jonah is all hipstery and wanting to yep. do burlap and DIY and All Pinterest that boho, Yeah. <laughs> So and Shia's like, y'all need to like get along. <laughs> so then she finally goes and she tries on a dress, and uh, Amy and Dina bring Bo back, and that's how he gets back there. He sees Cheyenne right. in this beautiful wedding dress, and these those vows. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna have a baller ass son and a baller ass wife. <laughs> She did look super cute in that dress, though. She did. It was she so was cute. like, "Thanks, it's from the Farrah Abram collection." And Amy's like, "Who's Farrah Abram?" And 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 Dina's like, "Teen mom, porn star." <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and at the very end, Dina reveals to Amy that her crush is Jonah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man which sets us up for the all-nighter the all-nighter episode, episode nine. nine yeah <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> i love i love how gary always almost always starts off the episodes like it's my favorite thing Right episode. with him saying something smart ass on over the intercom. He's like or, or funny and sort. He goes, "We are now officially closed, and if you're still in the store, you're being closed. a dick." <laughs> yeah, he calls the dude a fucking dick. He's like, "You're being a dick," and the like pans over to Jonah helping this guy try to make a decision over a fucking trash can. <laughs> and Mateo and literally Mateo. like mops him out of the fucking store. He's like, Have a heavenly night. <laughs> he, yeah, he's like, 
oh, is that what? I don't remember what movie it is, but he like points out a movie and he's like, oh, is that this movie? And Mateo like puts his face all down there and he's like, have a nice night. <laughs> have he's a heavenly one. night. He's not with none of it. Oh and my the guy's gosh. Like, oh, all right. <laughs> right? And Amy has like a midterm that she has to study for and mm-hmm. Cheyenne has a dance recital to get to. Everybody's got things that they got to do. And then Glenn is on the phone with, with corporate or whatever. Like they send in all these new quote, quote, new signs that everybody has to put up. Right. The signs. So, <laughs> so Glenn's like, yay, everybody gets to stay over to help hang new signs. <laughs> oh my gosh. His overly joyed self worries me sometimes. Yes. <laughs> so he's talking about how they're all staying over for work. Right? And so everybody's like starting to stress it. And it goes over to fucking Dina. And she's calling her birds to tell them all good night. And she <laughs> sings them that song in Cockatoo. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, you figure out she loves her birds. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then fucking Glenn starts talking about his backstory with his family's company going down the drain because Cloud Nine Because of in. Super, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just, he's like talking while he's doing handiwork and he fucking smacks his thumb with a hammer. And he <laughs> laughs about it. Oh, my God. Like, I, you know when you see somebody who's happy and it makes you scared? That was what I yes. felt. I felt fear in that moment. I was like, right? oh, my God. <laughs> that was scary. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, well, that hurt. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> and then they're hanging up the signs and Garrett's like, I think that those are the old signs because it looks exactly like the sign that you just took down. <laughs> and he said, no, no, this says that these are new. And like, it's quite literally the exact same fucking sign. Yep. Making it. And, 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 and then they get stuck. They get stuck in the. Yep. <laughs> all the lights go out all of a sudden. And uh, all the doors apparently auto lock when the lights go out. Yes. So. Yes. They're having a surprise the slumber only party. <laughs> <laughs> and the only way to get out, you know, they like sent a memo, right? And so Glenn and Dina were like, oh, well, let's go find the memos. So they're searching through all the memos. Oh, my god! And gosh. one of the memos is talking about how hazardous food recalls. And yes. Glenn looks at Dina. He's like, I don't remember that. <laughs> and then Dina finds the one that says that you know, supervisors are not necessarily not allowed to date subordinates, but it's just kind of frowned upon. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then they find out that Glenn already has the code for the doors, but the card with the code on it is out in his glove box of his vehicle. <laughs> Which is out in the parking lot. (laughs) Everybody's trapped inside. (laughs) (laughs) So so, then what do they do, Lexi? (laughs) (laughs) So they they convince this random dude who was walking by the store. They, like, get his attention and they ask him for help. He gets the keys and instead of getting the card, 
he steals Glenn's car. (laughs) (laughs) And Glenn literally just said that Jerusha can't come until she gets a ride because this is their only car. (laughs) And the guy just stole it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So and then Glenn has a horrible fucking breakdown. He well, just so they start the fuck out. Jonah starts with the regret circle, yeah? And they're all yeah. talking about the regrets. Fucking uh Mateo and the wave. <laughs> oh my god, he's like I regret not saving my brother from that wave. And I'm just like Oh, we're gonna not what? <laughs> Jonah's yeah. like, well, so, all right, we're so all Glenn, learning about stuff today. <laughs> so, so Glenn has the breakdown, and um, and he's like, <laughs> oh, all of this alcohol is now, um, it's all ruined or whatever because he damaged, just like writes yeah. all over it. Yeah, damage. That's where he's like, oh, these are all damaged. What a shame. It's a party, mother fathers. <laughs> <laughs> so they, start, they start playing Never Have I Ever. Yep, they started playing it and they <laughs> they all start talking about how they've all basically had sex in the store. And yeah, yes. And freaking <laughs> Dina's like, oh, in the photo lab, you say. The photo lab, they call it the bang room. The bang room. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. So then they have the drunken fashion show slash Cheyenne's interpretive dance. (laughs) Oh yes, Cheyenne's dance. It started out so great. It was so cute and nice. And and then it breaks out into fucking Anaconda. (laughs) My Anaconda don't. (laughs) Don't. My Anaconda don't. (laughs) And so... While they're all, you know, doing this, uh, Dina has asked Mateo to give her a makeover. Yes. And so she gets She's... all dolled up and texts Jonah and says, photo lab, now. Now. Or ASAP or, or something. ASAP, yeah. And so he goes back there and there's rose petals on the floor <laughs> and fucking <laughs> candles lit and he goes in there and he's just like what in the world and finds out that it's Dina and he like tries to soft reject right. but he's not saying no he's no saying, I know he's saying oh boy look at this little excuse oh that's what's holding me he, back just this thing he, oh and this and other she's like, thing it's just frowned upon now and he's like oh but you're just you're still my boss and and morally i just can't you know what oh. i mean like with, trying to be nice but really you should just tell her <laughs> so then she decides that she wants to step down She's, yep, she, she she says she doesn't want to be assistant manager anymore <laughs> She she asks Glenn for a demotion. <laughs> yep, she sure does. Oh, oh man. And, uh, you know, everybody's getting drunk and partying and getting plastered. And poor Sandra, <laughs> she's stuck up on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> she's literally there the whole night. All night. All night. She's just stuck oh my up gosh. there because somebody stole her ladder. <laughs> Freaking Amy up on the conveyor belt. <laughs> When her and Jonah have that drunken heart to heart, she's like, I'm just going. <laughs> she's like, I got into college too, you know, a really good one. 
<laughs> but I got pregnant and then I got married. <laughs> oh man, she was going off. <laughs> she, oh my goodness. She's like, you're not better than me. <laughs> and then, oh, and uh, the never have I ever when like Jonah's trying to explain. You know, because Dina's not quite getting it. And so he's like, so you're say you say something that you haven't ever done. And then anybody that has done it takes a drink. So like, never have I ever eaten human flesh. And Mateo takes a drink. <laughs> and, and, and Jonah's like, no, no, you only take a drink if you have. And Mateo's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not asking your brother, Mateo. You know, I, mean, I am not asking questions. Mateo is kind of scary. He is a little <laughs> scary. <laughs> Just the uh, random snippets stuff. of backstory. Yikes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Freaking Glenn when he's going off on that recorded message. <laughs> he's like, and the difference between the signs is mar- or what did he say? Marginal. Yeah. Marginal. Yeah, marginal. that's right. <laughs> he's like going off. Like- are you happy with this message? Press one to send. Press two to erase. And then he presses two. And he's like, hey, guys, we got the side set. They look, they really pop. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was a good one. Yes. It's great, great stuff. Gotta I hope love you it. guys are watching with us. I <laughs> or you're too. just listening to us ramble about things. Whichever. <laughs> yep. Fine by me, but uh, it's a lot funnier to watch, let me tell you. Truly. So, then next time we'll be doing... What? We'll be doing 10 and 11? Yep, we will be doing episodes number 10 and 11. Woohoo! Alright, so then does that mean it's tea time, Amy? Tea time, Lexi! Clink! <laughs> Woo! Oh my goodness. Alright, so this week we're doing Hotel Motel Holiday Inn. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes, we are doing hotels this week. Woo! And hotels are a trip. I know I worked there. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's something else for sure. They are. So, Lexi, what is your first story? My first story is titled, I'll Cut My Ties with the Whole Chain. Okay. Do it. (laughs) Do it. This is a bit lengthy. (laughs) This was one of the last of my shifts at a hotel that is part of a famous chain. (laughs) Let's call it the Triple Bush by Stilton. (laughs) I wonder what that is. <laughs> I couldn't tell. <laughs> Not even a close the guess. The triple bush. The triple bush. Milton. <laughs> I had already given my two weeks notice by this point, and it was during the first of those two weeks. In my region, COVID family bubble rules were supposed to be strictly enforced. Only people who lived at the same address could be in the same room. That's weird. I mean... Like, it makes sense, but, like, you just provide one ad. You know what I mean? That's weird. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
Um, our hotel was one of those that was strict about this, even though it meant lost reservations sometimes. Not all hotels were as strict, though. This is true. A lot uh, of hotels don't fucking care. Yep. <laughs> uh, it was a busy evening shift with a colleague, and we had a company event. People had won a stay at a stay and dinner, and I was doing my check-ins, asking for proof of addresses, like driver's license, government letters, rent agreements, anything really, when this guy comes in. He comes to the front desk, says his name, and I verify his reservation, and sure enough, it's for two adults and two children. So I ask him a couple questions because he had two back-to-back reservations. So then I ask about IDs and addresses for the two adults and mention that they have to prove they live at the same address. So the guy frowns and says, she's my wife. I politely say, I understand, sir. We just need to see proof of shared residency. So this is why I feel like this is weird. Like, yeah. Um, he says, she has her house and I have mine. We don't have the same address on our IDs. And I say, understandable, sir. Why do you sir. have separate houses if you're, if it's your wife? Whatever. Yep, I don't. Some, I mean, you know what? Sometimes I'd be happy to have my own place. Right. <laughs> right. A whole house for just my to things. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I say, um. Understandable, sir. Do you possess any documentation that has a shared address? Like, oh my gosh. Something. I, something. <laughs> like a receipt, a phone or a water bill, a hospital card. We could even accept online ones. Uh, so the guy starts getting frustrated and says, no, we are a recent reconstituted family. Uh, she has her children in home and I have mine. We don't have common bills. So I say, unfortunately, sir, if you cannot provide... A proof of shared residency, I cannot allow you to occupy the same room. You can either book a separate room for your spouse, or we can cancel your reservation. He says, you're joking, right? You can't be serious. I say, unfortunately, I am as serious as can be. I will say that I don't like this policy, but I have to enforce it without exception. And he says, so you're saying that because we are a reconstructed family, you won't accept us in the same room? Is that what you are saying? I mean, come on. Yep, that's what they're saying. I get it. I understand the frustration because it's silly. But, yeah, that's that's what they're saying. Yep. <laughs> what I am saying is that our address policy mandated by the regional government stipulates that adults residing under different addresses cannot occupy the same room. <clears throat> So he pulls up a phone and says, look, here's my wife and kids. Okay, great. I say, I'm sorry, but unfortunately that doesn't count as sufficient proof, sir. Now he's pissed. Look, I'm a top tier Stilton membership holder. Stilton. Stilton. (laughs) You must accommodate my family. And I say, again, no, sir. You must not do anything. I'm sorry. I understand your frustration, but that is not relevant to the situation. Our, to- our hotel has to deny service to any clients that don't fit within the margins. I cannot make exceptions. I sincerely apologize. He says, so, mm. you're, so now you're refusing me service. I say, 
No, well, if I technically. If, yeah, I mean, he's refusing them the specific room, but he's offered an extra room. You know what I mean? Exactly. I don't I don't know. That's not refusing service entirely, I guess. But I say, <laughs> if you cannot provide me the necessary proof of residency, you have two options. Either book a separate room for your spouse, or we can verify the possibility of cancellation. So he says, this is absolutely insane. Bring me a supervisor. I say, unfortunately, our supervisor left for the day not long ago. And he says, of course she just left. Bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) So I say, if you would like, sir, I can open the door to the administration behind me and let you look at all the empty offices. And he says, okay, this is ridiculous. I'll be cutting my ties with the whole Stilton chain. Okay, bye. And I said... That is your call, sir. I just work here. <laughs> right, I, I would have been done with this guy a long time ago. It's like Walmart all over again. I just work here. <laughs> no. Right? Like, I don't make the rules. Why would I make them up just for you? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, so you're okay with making Stilton lose out on my business? There's plenty more. And I say, we're not Stilton, <laughs> sir. We're the triple bush by Stilton. he says bullshit you and points at me belong to stilton and i'm like come on dude your timing is awful and i say no sir i belong to myself (laughs) (laughs) so this guy says this is the biggest load of shit i've ever heard and i say sir first of all i invite you to change your tone of voice with me i like that I invite you to change your attitude. I invite you to lose the fucking attitude, Right. (laughs) Second of all, I have given you the options. I won't make any exceptions, as this is a strict policy. I'm done arguing about this any further. If my service doesn't satisfy you, here's my name, points at tag, and here's my supervisor's card. You are more than welcome to log a complaint. What option would you like? He says, Mm -hmm. you better fucking believe I'm going to complain, but not to you, supervisor. No. Steps away looking at me. I'm calling Stilton's complaint desk directly. Okay. And I say, (laughs) I smile a bit and say, you're more than welcome to do so, sir. (laughs) He says, cancel everything. I say, much obliged. And he starts walking away. Imbecile. And I say, thank you, sir. You're so very courteous and polite. And he says, just don't fucking start with me, pal. Don't. And I say, I say, I have already started. Again, thank you for your kind and polite words. You are so, 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 so courteous. Now have a nice evening. And he starts, you better. And I say, have a nice evening. Have a heavenly night. <laughs> oh my goodness he huffs and leaves yeah. the lobby and I look at my colleague who's fighting back laughter and just <laughs> shrugs and walks away <laughs> good stuff hold on there's a bit of a aftermath here so the next day my supervisor called me to tell me that the client did call and as a surprise had calmly explained the situation he was going through and understood that I was doing my job. 
Oh, imagine that. <laughs> Turns out he tried to check into two other Stilton hotels, but was unsurprisingly met with the same refusal. He ended up spending the <laughs> night in a hotel belonging to a local chain, which didn't verify addresses. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. <laughs> have a nice evening. <laughs> have a heavenly night. That's going to be my favorite thing to ever say. <laughs> I love the whole first of all, I invite you to <laughs> Yes. Yes. Per my last email, bitch. No. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. What's your first story, Amy? My first story, the entitled bird lady. Mm. Bird ladies are always uh their own breed for sure <laughs> depends on the bird lady yes <laughs> yeah yeah for sure there's cool or bird the bird ladies. owner <laughs> <laughs> all right ah okay moving on oh <laughs> we went in <laughs> <laughs> so last monday about a week ago my GM texted me and asked me to cover a four-hour shift. She had a shit ton to do. She was working the seven to three due, due to being short-staffed. Luckily, she had an interview that day and needed me to run the desk so she could do the interview. As well as do payroll, do GM calls, everything that a GM does. So, I come in, sleepy. I eat my Snickers bar for breakfast and down a Red Bull. Mm. Breakfast of champions. <laughs> you Finger know you've guns. worked in customer service a long time when <laughs> you just run off of your blood is literally just candy and energy drinks. <laughs> That's the meal we call all reliable. <laughs> <laughs> then a woman called me. We will call her Sheila. I answer the phone. Hotel name Meow. This is Billy. How may <laughs> I help you today? <laughs> meow. <laughs> Sheila says, Hello, I would like to book a room for three days, and I may or may not extend those days. My parent is going to the vet up there. The town I live in has one of the best vet hospitals in the country. It is a miracle what they do, and we work with that hospital to provide rates for people and their pets. I say, oh, perfect. We do work with the vet hospital and provide rates for the owners. Sheila says, you do accept parrots, right? <laughs> I say, yes, we do. However, there will be a non-refundable $31.05 on top of your room rate. That's such a random number. <laughs> I can't get over how specific that is. <laughs> 31 and 5. Please. <laughs> 31.05. She says, but it's a bird. And I say, yes, ma'am. All pets that are not service animals are charged 31.05. Why do we need the five cents? <laughs> it's so random. Do you think they tax the five cents? I don't know. Is the five cents part of tax? Like maybe it's like twenty nine ninety nine, and with tax it comes to thirty one oh five. Let's hope so. 
Let's let's <laughs> hope that's anyway. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sheila says, "Well, fine then, but I need my room to be cleaned with no chemicals. My bird is very sick." <laughs> Fair. I said, "I will." I will note with my head housekeeper to not spray any air freshener in the room and open the window to make sure the chemical doesn't linger. And Sheila says, do you know how birds work? Do you understand how they work? <laughs> uh, whoa. <laughs> chill the, I, I'm going to need you to bring it down a couple of notches there, Sheila. You need to chill the fuck out. Right. Like, take like eight <laughs> steps back. Hold the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you are on a 10. I need you to bring it down to a four. That's what I say to my, to- my kids all the time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Aurora like even knows. I'll be like, yo, you are at a 10. She's like, yes, four. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah, I know, Mom. I heard it. (laughs) (laughs) Side note, I actually do. I have grown up with parrots. My little brother has a parrot, and I know for a damn fact parrots hate it when you leave them alone or when they just feel like it. They will scream because they're assholes. So I say, yes, ma'am, I do. I've grown up with birds my whole life. Your bird will be treated like all of our other guests, with respect. No, no, no. This is horrible. I need your manager now. What? Whoa. <laughs> what about the manager? Ask, why? <laughs> Sheila says, I don't want you near my bird. You have diseases. I said, all right, then I will get my manager. I handed the phone to my GM and gave her no context because what the fuck am I supposed to say to this? Right? GM answers, hello? I couldn't hear the I couldn't hear what Sheila was saying. I could only hear the conversation from my GM side and it goes as follows. Ma'am, I am not firing my employee because she has dealt with birds. No, I will not make her not work when you are there. If she is on the schedule to work, she will be in work. No, I will not be giving you her work schedule. What the fuck? <laughs> I am the manager. No, you can't have my regional manager's number. (laughs) Because this is not a matter he needs to get involved. (laughs) Then you may stay somewhere else. And then my GM hung up. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Sheila called again. And I answered, hotel name it. And Sheila says, you are not allowed to go anywhere near my bird. You hear? Your other, you other bird people have diseases. I'm going to book and I expect you to not even look at me or touch my belongings if you are there when I check in. You need to call somebody to check me in. Do you understand? Uh-huh. I'm just like, what? And Sheila says, Every time I ask for something, I expect somebody else to come up and help me. Not you. You have diseases. 
And I just say, have a nice day. And I hang up. (laughs) Sheila called back yelling. I hung up again. (laughs) Which brings me to Wednesday. I come into work. And I hear my GM yelling from her office. Billy. (laughs) What? She says, come here, please. And I'm like, fine. (laughs) I go into her office thinking it was about the Russian dating website again. But no. Wait. We're we're gonna need a little more context about the Russian dating website. What was what's that about? <laughs> what what's that tease? Please <laughs> come back. <laughs> so turns out Sheila called guest relations on my ass and my GM's ass. Why you wonder? Because my GM wouldn't fire me or make it to where I didn't work any shifts while she was in the hotel. And I hung up on her. And apparently I have diseases. (laughs) Man, you got to get it under control. (laughs) Listen to all those things. (laughs) (laughs) So my regional manager had to get involved and ended up putting her on the DNR list. (laughs) imagine making it your problem that hard that you get banned from a place like (laughs) can honestly say that i never had a lady try to get me fired or over a bird but hey first time for everything right (laughs) i guess so that's wild can you imagine (laughs) the manager's just like uh i'm not gonna do any of those things you said (laughs) right she's like no (laughs) who fucking asks for a person's schedule and address and phone number and shit like so they first of all said that they were going to be staying for three days and they may or may not extend so they were going to be there for at least three days and they're trying to tell this manager to either fire them or tell them not to work for those three days while they're there. Right? Like, what? I don't understand how this makes sense to people. <laughs> they're like, no, get rid of it for three days, please. The fuck? This is quite literally the entitled bird lady. <laughs> yep. Aptly named. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get where that makes sense. I know that's me speaking rationally to irrational people, but what? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, Lexi, what is your second story? (laughs) My second story is kind of short. It's titled, It's an Emergency. It's an Emergency. (laughs) Is it? Is it ever? (laughs) Sometimes I absolutely hate conflict resolution, but sometimes one single small conversation makes your entire day. So I'm on the phone and I say, yes, sir, I received a message to give you a call regarding issues with your stay with us. The caller says, yeah, I had no internet for two hours. Okay. (laughs) 
So I said, I do apologize for that. Has the internet come back on? The caller said, yeah, it finally came back on when the power came back on. (laughs) Yep, this is one of those moments where you can just, like, smirk and blink a lot. (laughs) Oh, did it? You don't say. (laughs) And I say, oh, okay, so you had a power outage. And the caller says, yeah, but I ain't worried about the power. I needed internet. (laughs) Oh, my God. Ain't there some kind of confiscation for that? Confiscation? And I say, hold on. Quiet down. Confiscation. (laughs) And I say, sir, unfortunately, we cannot compensate for power outages. (laughs) I say, had you reported the internet issue to us after the power was restored, we would have been happy to send somebody to assist you. The caller says, well, I did call, ma'am. I called the emergency number. I called 911. You called 911 because you had no internet? (laughs) So I say, I'm sorry, what? You called (laughs) 911? The oh caller says, yeah, ma'am, I called 911 because it's an emergency. It's an emergency. <laughs> it's an emergency. I have lost my faith in the human race. <laughs> That's how the story ends. <laughs> Why is it like an emergency for you to have Wi-Fi? Plus, you can't have Wi-Fi if you don't have any fucking power. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Magical, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) It really makes you you wonder how many... How do people make it this far in life and, like, that's what you're operating on? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Ugh. Alright. What is your second story, Amy? (laughs) This is a fun one. Oh boy, I'm ready. (laughs) This one is titled, Well, it would have been nice to know that before I booked. Oh man, would have been nice. Ooh, alright, I'm ready. Would have been nice. (laughs) Tonight, I bring to you the tale of Miss It Would Have Been Nice. (laughs) 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 The cast of characters is me. Miss It Would Have Been Nice, who shall be known as Triple B for (laughs) Bleach Blonde Biznatch. Biznatch. Ooh, all right. All right. And friend. (laughs) And friend. (laughs) So we got a whole biznatch up in this biznatch. A biznatch. Oh my goodness. Triple B and friend walk in to check in. Two rooms, both under Triple B's name, both booked through a third party. I ask for the IDs of all the adults. Triple B says, why? And before I could answer, she says, 
It would have been nice to have known you needed that before I came in here. Oh, boy. How were they supposed to tell you? You didn't come in yet. <laughs> and plus, also, hello, any hotel you go to, you need your ID. Right? Like, so you should have already know? known that yeah, before you, you came in there. You're an idiot. You're a biznatch. That's You're why. a whole biznatch. I can't even <laughs> say it. <laughs> A whole biznatch there. I said it. <laughs> Your whole ass biznatch. <laughs> Friend says, I'll go and get them. I proceed to get everything in the system and print out the paperwork for the first room. I say, I need you to read over this, sign here, initial here, and sign this page. Triple B says, tell me what it says. I can't read. Nope, I ain't even touching that one. Liar. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I ignore this as I know that she's just being an ass. <laughs> I get the friend's room taken care of and tell him the same thing. He doesn't have any smart comments, so it goes a lot faster. Of course Imagine it does. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> I say, okay, here are your key packets. Be sure to keep your keys away from cell phones and anything magnetic or electronic. To get to your rooms, you will go to this door and up the stairs, then down the hall. Triple B says, where are the elevators? And I said, sorry, we only have stairs. She says, well, it would have been <laughs> nice to know that before I booked... Oh, my goodness. <sighs> what time is breakfast? Can you imagine I having say, a conversation with this person? It would be very short-lived. I probably, I'm pretty sure I probably have. <laughs> Same if I thought about it. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I say, I'm sorry. Breakfast has been stopped due to COVID. She says, well, this is just great. Now I have to pay for breakfast for everyone? It's you and a friend, bitch. Like, your friend can't pay for their own breakfast. Right? <laughs> First of all. <laughs> Second of all, it's a global pandemic. <laughs> it would have been nice to know this before I bothered to book here. Lady, they ain't doing breakfast nowhere. I mean, they might some places, but it's carry away breakfast, like a brown paper bag breakfast. Yep. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> she snatched her keys and immediately puts them on her phone. <laughs> Face palm. Her friend says, she said not to put the keys near your cell phone. And Triple B says, are you serious? Why didn't you tell me that? What the fuck? I did. Before I could even say that I did already tell her, her friend says she did say it. She said it to both of us. Well, it would have been nice <laughs> if you would speak God. up and tell people things. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, right. open your fucking ears. <laughs> 
pull, how about you pull your head out of your fucking ass and then maybe you could hear what I tell you don't put your key card next to your cell phone. You know, the whole head out of the ass thing is really hard for some people, as it turns out. It really is. I see the struggle. (laughs) (laughs) I remade her keys, and thankfully I didn't hear another peep out of her until I left. I made sure to write up the exchange in the communications log because I'm sure she will complain in the morning about something. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been nice <laughs> if maybe you weren't such a see you next Tuesday. Right? You biznatch. <laughs> it would have been nice if you could have taken that triple B elsewhere. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> now nah, I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Lexi, tell our friends what our... Legsy, tell our friends what our theme is next week. Next week we are doing dine-in restaurants. (laughs) (laughs) So if you have any server stories, send that shit our way. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So does that mean what I think it means, Amy? Is it time Means for them it's dims? Time for them dims. <laughs> <laughs> Lexi, who is in first place? We got Indianapolis, Indiana, still holding it up at the top. Woo! They got a good lead too. Like they they gonna be in first for a while, unless somebody else comes through, tells their friends about us, and knocks Indiana first. Yeah. Just saying. Just uh, throw, <laughs> throwing that but out hey, there. hey, Andy, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> Who we got in second place, Amy? In second place, still in second place, we got White Bear Lake, Minnesota. Hell yeah, we do. I don't know. I mean, I know where Minnesota is, but I've never heard of White Bear Lake until y'all got up here in the top. That's a really majestic name for a town. I know. Like, where do you where live? Where do you live? White, White Bear, Bear Lake. Lake. <laughs> <laughs> well. Like. Oh, my goodness. Lexi, who's in third? <laughs> Forgive me for the butchering. I've done it before. We'll do it again. Alhambra, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> they got all the hambra. They got all the hambra. <laughs> so then, uh, Amy, who we got in fourth? In fourth place, we got Manhattan, New York. Still hey. in the top. Keep it up. Woo. Well, so Lexi, that means you got our sign-off quote this week. I sure do. My quote is, Life is like a camera. Focus on what's important. Capture the good times. Develop from the negatives. And if things don't work out, just take another shot. Hey, photography quote. Woo. Thought you'd like that one, Miss <laughs> Photographer Pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. 
Till next week. Pinkies out, bitches. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to find our web page. It's confessionsofretailpodcast.com and you'll find our blog there. We are also on Facebook. We are at Confessions of Retail, all the tea. We also have a private group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. You can find our Instagram. We are at Confessions of Retail Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter. Our handle is at Corat Pod. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And we have a TikTok. It's at C-O-N-F of Retail Podcast. Well, that was Amy. And that was Lexi. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.